Our journey home, day twenty-four. Price tag of inaction. Yesterday, we were faced with an invitation to choose between two extremes: good versus evil, heaven versus hell. Even though the choices and their consequences are presented before our eyes. Our fallen nature can still drive us to make the wrong decisions. We have also seen that Satan, the master of deception, seizes every opportunity to devour us. While Satan can tempt us into actions that are obviously against God's will, yet it employs many other cunning and subtle methods to trap us. One of which is inaction. Rather than actively making choices for our lives, there is a tendency for many of us to wait for things to happen. Unfortunately, those unplanned events are often unfortunate or even tragic in nature, which throw us way off from our life's original trajectory. And the shock oftentimes incapacitates us from responding positively to these tragic events. This can be as destructive to our lives as those obvious wrong choices in life. Imagine what would happen to the younger son if he did not muster up the courage to go back to his father. His life would have been completely different. Away from his father, that represents our heavenly Father, his life and our lives would not just be different, but miserable. Sadly, inaction is a common bad habit among the believers that we all need to address. That brings us back to one of the most famous Bible passages, which is in the Gospel of John, chapter three. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, so that every one who believes in Him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. Whoever believes in Him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the verdict: that the light came into the world, but people prefer darkness to light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come toward the light, so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light, so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. This Bible passage illustrates the intensity of God's love for us in an absolute and unconditional way, with no strings attached. However. Because we are given our free will, not everyone chooses to receive this gift. Those who gladly receive this gift will be supremely blessed and overwhelmed with a never-ending joy awaiting them in heaven. Those who choose to reject it will perpetually deprive themselves of this supreme joy. And to those who ignore, doubt, 
or procrastinate in their response to receive the supreme gift. They are at the mercy of the times of moments that suddenly arrive. Like the unexpected hour, the master returns, catching the servant by surprise. Their inaction determines the verdict. It is not God's anger that lays the judgment. It is our lack of response that delivers the final verdict on us, leaving us with a one-way ticket to the place devoid of love and filled with the wailing and grinding of teeth. Our inaction, that is, being laid back, remaining in one's comfort zone, passive, and unresponsive to God's prompts, will eventually condemn us. Believing in Jesus, the only Son of God, is the first step. Knowledge of God without following His teachings is also a form of inaction. This gospel passage reminds us that. Spiritual life should be a dynamic and growing process, from darkness to light, from light to more light. It is all about our preferences and choices in life, of what we choose and what we avoid choosing. It is a continual conversion process, from hiding our self motives in the dark to exposing God's love, His way, His truth, and His life. Through our surrendered life in Christ. For any inaction in your life, can you trace the root cause of it? Are you bothered by the lack of spiritual growth in your life? If the answer is no, why not? What ways is the Holy Spirit inspiring you to address your inactions 
and being lukewarm in your faith. Dear Abba Father, I used to believe that my spiritual life is good. That made me take on a laid-back attitude and wait for things to happen without taking a proactive approach. Today's reflection has prompted me to dig deeper, to realize the blind spots in my spiritual life. It dawns on me that by avoiding to choose, I have given more room for the devil to sneak into my life. Please grant me the desire to follow you closely, and do not allow me to make up excuses, not to respond to your prompts. In the quest of knowing, loving, and serving you, inspire in me a burning zeal. Let me not be content with only head knowledge, but also instill in me greater thirst. And conviction to drop everything secondary in order to follow you. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.